Welcome to the podcast, your inside look at electronic publishing. From ebooks to websites to podcasts and more, join us as we interview the professionals on the cutting edge of publishing. This is Jerrica L. Waller for the podcast, and I'm interviewing Matt Nelson, who runs We Rate Dogs on Twitter, as well as several other related endeavors. <laughs> We Rate Dogs started as a humor account on Twitter that posts submitted dog photos with a rating out of 10 and a brief review of the dog in question. The company also celebrates dogs in general, particularly how good they are. Okay, so the more I was like researching for this interview, I was I was super impressed because your branding is consistent and it's effective and you're, every time I found a new thing, I was like, yes, they're here, they're here, they're here, this is where they're <laughs> supposed to be. So were you like trained at all in how to do that well, or is that something that you picked up looking at other accounts that you liked, or is it something that you've just been kind of figuring out as you go? Uh, yeah, as, as far as branding We Rate Dogs, it wasn't even officially a business until last July, so the account was a thing for almost a year before we kind of got some sense and, and made it an official business. But as far as branding across platforms and stuff like that, it's really been a learning experience as we go. I'm going to say we a lot, even though it's it's kind of just me creating the content. I have a few people working with me that make it a little easier. But yeah, it was just a learning experience. I'm actually majoring in professional golf management, which is a business major, but it has nothing to do with social media or and it, it doesn't really have anything that truly helps me out. I'm taking a principles of marketing class, and I think that's the most valuable class as far as helping me run my business. But uh, it's all been a learning experience, really. I have I just have a few people that I would consider mentors in this area. But other than that, yeah, just uh, every step of the way has been not only an insane roller coaster that I never thought would happen, but it's definitely been a learning experience. Okay. Yeah, because my next question was, what model or lesson do you think taught you the most about how you want to run dog rights? Mm -hmm. It's really like, we all know the parody accounts like Tweet Like a Girl and Dory, the accounts that pretty much run social media. And well, I obviously, I didn't go into this with any expectations, but I wanted to make an account that did not have anything to do with those accounts. It didn't it didn't seem like those accounts. It was all original content. It wasn't copy and pasted. So I kind of looked at how they grew their accounts and then tried to do it with 100 percent original content. And it, it just happened to work. I haven't learned much from actual other corporations on Twitter there are only a few examples that I would point to and say, this is my company using social media effectively. I think I'm in a, I'm in a weird position because a lot of people, a lot of my audience doesn't see me as a business. Uh, they still see me as a dog giving these ratings. So as far as like a template that I based We Rate Dogs off of, there wasn't really one. Um, like I said, it's all learning experience, but Obviously, I had influence from real corporations and how they use social media and also trying to not be like these parody accounts that are solely content aggregation and not original. Mm -hmm. I was going to, that kind of ties into, I know you, you've mentioned a, a handful of places when I was finding everything you've done. You did a really good job of uh, making sure you had all the information I would have wanted, which was cool. I like that. <laughs> but you mentioned you, it takes like 10 or 15 minutes just to come up with like the copy for the tweets. And I wasn't sure, like, one of the incentives you have on Patreon was to essentially collaborate on creating a post. Yep. And it was like, do you collaborate very often on these kind of things? No, outside of that Patreon reward, which I'm kind of on the fence about promoting my Patreon because there's a, there's a large portion of my audience that does see the account as me just putting the same silly captions over. They don't see the work that goes into it. So it's hard to promote that and not get negative feedback. So I, 
I'm hesitant to throw that out there as, as often as I probably should. But that's the only case where the incentive was to collaborate with me. Outside of that, all the captions are 100% me. If the owner of the dog gives some information in the DM, then I'll kind of, I might spin that or I might use that to help give some, I don't know, I guess some, some true facts to the caption. But other than that, it's all me. Okay. And how much, I mean, like how much like technical behind the scenes work goes into generating these contents? Like I know there's a logo watermark on all the posts and obviously something goes into like designing the merchandise. Yeah, so I have two uh, independent contractors, one that kind of runs our entire store. So he, I leave most of the technical side to him as far as I actually, we met our designer through him. Um, he just handles all the shop side of things. And then I have another independent contractor that takes these submissions down from a thousand a day, or I think the few estimates we have are between 900 and 1200 a day. He takes those and he condenses them to 20 to 30 in a text message to me, and those are the ones that I go through. So that system we've had in place for around a year now, and he knows what I'm looking for, what I can work with caption-wise, and it's just a system that's really effective. So once I pick a photo from the selection he's given me, the captions take me anywhere between 30 seconds and several days, uh, if I save it in drafts or not. But as far as once I have my caption, the only two steps are putting the logo on, which is a minute to two minutes, depending on how many pictures I have to put the logo on, and then making sure that the person who submitted it has their photo tagging on. Um, and that's my way of attributing or making sure that uh, everything is sourced properly. I know that on the Internet, that's not really a concern of most people. But going back to how I wanted to be not like those parody accounts, that's really important to me, correct attribution. So the caption varies in how long it takes me, but it's all on the fly. So I'd say average between 10 and 20 minutes, and I start working on them uh, about a half an hour before I want them to go out. That usually gives me enough time to create a post I'm happy with. Okay. All right. Well, I know that I found dog rates. Like I, like I said, I'm a little late to being a part of this party. I'm pretty sick <laughs> about it, honestly. But I found you guys because of Lin-Manuel Miranda, because okay. I follow him on Facebook, and he was. I saw the tweet where you were saying that you've been getting you know, hundreds of requests to raise Toby. Uh-huh. How much of your following comes through those kinds of interactions and overlaps compared to more organic discoveries, like people just finding you without going through mm-hmm. other people? So right now, I mean, in the past, I can point to so many different things that can cause a certain bump in, in followers. But my interaction with Lin-Manuel Miranda is I can compare that to my interaction with J.K. Rowling, which was insane, but I actually tracked that one. She gave me a shout out and basically told people to follow me. And so I tracked it and it just one I because I was curious to see what that actually did to my account. And we peaked at around 2,500 followers that hour that she did it. And overall, it was estimated between 15 and 20,000 followers just from her. And so I believe Lynn's tweet would be around the same. And as far as how we get followers right now, Twitter actually has us as a recommended account. So basically, most of my new followers are followers that are new to Twitter in general. Um, and they select their interest as animals or comedy or something like that. And our account pops up and they just kind of automatically follow us. So I'm not actually earning those followers, but right now it's kind of a 50-50 between followers that see my account somewhere and decide to follow me and accounts that select interests and then my account is recommended for them. 
I liked it better when I wasn't one of those accounts because I could truly see how the quality of my posts affected how many followers I got. And now it's kind of a consistent, just because uh, you can imagine the amount of people that join Twitter every day is kind of consistent across the board. So that's how our following is kind of growing at the moment. But obviously, if there's a post of ours that goes viral or we have one of those interactions, there's a noticeable bump. How did you get on the recommended accounts? I have no idea. But I noticed <laughs> that uh, we were getting a ridiculous amount of those egg followers back when they were eggs uh, a couple weeks ago. And this started probably five or six months ago. We started uh, like I just noticed that a ton of the followers were eggs uh, or, or just brand new accounts. So then I made a fake account and because that's what I thought, because I didn't want as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, no, people are going to think that I'm buying followers or that these aren't legitimate followers. They're fake or not correctly audited in some way. So I made a new account because my hunch was that that's what Twitter did. Somehow we got to a point where we were recommended. And so I made a new account and I clicked that I was interested in animals and blah, blah, blah. And my account popped up. So that's kind of how I figured that this influx of new followers was happening. Do you do anything to like actively try to boost those kind of crossovers like with JK Rowling or with Lin-Manuel? Not really, just because they've happened naturally so often in the past. As you mentioned with Lin-Manuel Miranda, I said if he sends it in in the traditional we rate dogs method, I will I will rate his dog. And that's what prompted that interaction. But that's the only time I've ever done that. Only because I was getting so many requests. I guess he posts his dog periodically or mentions his dog periodically. So a lot of people were like, hey, you should do this. And so I just ended up because I knew that I had a big enough following and people were going to be really annoying if I tweeted that, that they would also mention him and and. I figured it would probably prompt some sort of interaction, but that's the only time I've really ever gone out of my way to do that. Now that I'm verified, I have a verified notifications tab, so I can easily interact with other, I guess, celebrities or famous people. So I do that as often as I can. I don't follow them, but pretty much any dog-related anything on the internet I'm mentioned in at this point, like I'd know about it pretty soon. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like the other day, Josh Groban tweeted a picture of his dog, and so many people just mentioned me in the comments that I ended up seeing it, and so I commented, he commented back, and that's kind of how those interactions happen. I don't really go after them. We're just big enough at this point that I just happen to see them, and I can just choose whether or not I want to interact, and usually it's not for the benefit of the account. That's not the top priority of these interactions. I genuinely have fun interacting with people that I never never could have if I didn't start this account. I was wondering, because I noticed that you do retweet a lot of things that you aren't straight up tagged in. And I figured <laughs> probably you're, you're being mentioned. Yeah, yeah. All right. I think pretty much the last thing is just, okay, so you've got the app and the book, and you've got all these cool things <laughs> involved in this company. So where are you wanting this all to go? Uh, well, initially, I thought once it gained traction and once I realized that this could be a big thing, I thought of it as a pathway to a job in writing or a job in comedy. And that quickly transformed into let's try to make, if I can, let's try to make We Rate Dogs a career. Um, and, and that really wasn't something that I thought was possible until our store started to do well, until the app came about. The book, I had a publishing agent really, really early on within the first month that I made the account. But all these opportunities came to me. I didn't go searching for them. And so I have no idea what's next. Like this, this opportunity at MIT with Johnny is incredible. And I would have never imagined it happening. But it's just an example of something that just has come about because of this that I didn't go searching for. So I have no idea what's next, but I'm excited for it. We've got obviously new designs to the store are always something that come about and updates to the app are going to get really exciting soon. 
And I cannot wait to launch the book and go through different promotional events. Actually, on Wednesday with Johnny is the first time I'll get to meet people that I guess would consider themselves fans. That's something that's an idea that's so alien to me to have fans like that's crazy to me. But it should be exciting. But to be honest, yeah, I have have no idea what's coming next or what it could be. But I'm excited for it. Yeah, because I was thinking maybe it would be like, I don't know, because I know you've mentioned there's a we here. There's a handful of you guys working on this now. And I wasn't sure if you're looking to expand the team or maybe have events in the future for dogs or something. We actually get and I find it hilarious. Every not not really hilarious, but we do get applications to join our team. And like we don't currently have a real position for someone. And we're not at the point where I could really finance more employees so maybe one day that's a thing but right now i can't think of a, a new position that someone could have at we rate dogs but it's definitely definitely something that down the road i can see happening we would just have to find ways to expand to uh, allow that all right well at the end of my official questions i don't know if you have any like closing <laughs> comments or things you want to say um not really not if you don't have anything else okay well Thank you so much, and also congratulations on your insane success. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you for this opportunity. Once again, we've been talking to Matt Nelson from We Rate Dogs. His Twitter account is at dog underscore rates. You can find the We Rate Dogs mobile game called Good Dogs, free in Android and iOS app stores, and the We Rate Dogs book will be launching in October this year. Thank you for listening. This has been the Pubcast. Find more episodes, read our blog, or send feedback by visiting us on the web at www.thepubcast.org.